Washington is a championship city once more. We could get used to this, but should we or will we? Welcome back to the DMV Sports Roundtable with Jamal and Dimitri and our special guest on Skype once again, Peter Hassett from Russian Machine Never Breaks. We are all together here on the Friday after the parade in downtown D.C. for the Stanley Cup champs, Washington Capitals. And Peter, you know, even as uh, Ovechkin was cleaning out his locker just a couple days ago, he still told reporters, you know, I'm, I still can't quite believe this. I think he's got a lot of company in that because we are so used to being defeated. I don't want to turn this beautiful week into a negative. I'm just saying when you're used to that much heartbreak, it still hasn't quite sunk in for all of us. Yeah, it's been part of our identity for so long to be beleaguered and beaten down. And we also sort of have to like readjust our identities as sports fans in this region. And it's going to take a while. I think it's fun for us to sort of bask in the celebration, just like the Capitals have, but with maybe a lower blood alcohol content <laughs> as, we, as we, we think about it, because it's, it is a big change. I mean, we're we were the lovable losers for so long in, in every major sport. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think that is it's, it's so much that he doesn't believe it or he doesn't remember it. Well, the, maybe, the, yeah. the, this whole team's been drunk for a week and a half. Well, now. Maybe, maybe that's, that's so maybe, part of it. Maybe too. it's a little spotty. Yeah, maybe he, yeah. he can't remember in terms of in terms of that. But. It was fun to watch. You know, I mean, I haven't really, we haven't had a parade here since 91. Right. And I don't watch other teams, other other cities, you know, championship parades, you know, for what? I'm not going to, you know, right. well, certainly, myself cer- like that. Certainly not the Philadelphia Eagles. No, I'm not going to punish <laughs> myself like that and watch somebody else celebrate. But I just, seeing how much fun they've had and the way they did it, it's enjoyable. You know, and they brought it to the city. The, the cup was all over the place. People, people we know here, Jason Fraley, were around and touched it and took pictures. And you know, fans drank out of. I don't know how sanitary that is, but no, they did no. it anyway. Yeah, you know, but they made it very enjoyable. That even if you weren't a hockey fan, a Caps fan, and you were just a casual, you know, you just a, a resident of the city, everybody felt included in it. Not even if you just were not a fan of the team. It would, you felt like they just embraced the entire city, and it was it was a wonderful feeling. I think it's a great point, Jamal, because with Ted Leonsis, he's always sort of framed his ownership of the team as like a, a public trust or a public service, mm-hmm. and either by his own acts or, or maybe it's something that he and Ovechkin sort of shared. They've made the celebration ever since they landed on in, in Dulles uh, after Game 5. They've been public events after public events and just right. showing up at the Nats Park and then crashing a fountain in Georgetown, and right. going to Fort DuPont, going to fire stations. It's been a, a public thing rather than something personal for these players. And I you know, hats off to them. I wanted to ask you, Peter, because you know quite a bit about all the other hockey teams, uh, certainly celebrating with the Stanley Cup. That's what it's all about. But the Caps seem to go an extra mile in exactly what Jamal said, including people that, you know, whether you're a hockey fan or not, come on in and, and drink out of the the cup i think the i don't know if it happened organically or they planned it all along if they got that far um but you know other teams have been a little more uh, is it fair to say standoffish with the cup it's a mixed bag for for all of the uh, uh sanctity and and myth around the stanley cup it's also been the trophy in sports that's probably been abused more than any other <laughs> so drinking out of it and, and and that sort of thing is is nothing new i think you'll find that they're you know Babies have had their diapers changed in it, you know, within a few hours of the the shared drinking. (laughs) It's a separate concern altogether. But I think that the thing that the Capitals have done that's somewhat unique has been so open about it and been so public about it. That's not always a common thing. And I think I think it, it speaks to the exuberance and relief 
you know, that the team is experienced and as of having been, a, you know, a loser for so long. And now that that's over, they want to share it. I appreciate that. George Wallace has popped in. Georgie, your thoughts on this week, the parade, I, the trophy all over the place? I thought it was just real genuine. I know you guys were just talking about yeah. that. That was for me. I mean, it was like it wasn't forced. No. It was genuine. I mean, these guys, this is who they are. I mean, they they were celebrating with the fans of D.C. and just having a good time. And I know you'll have some diehards they are going to say they're disrespecting the trophy because they're taking it around yeah. doing things like that. But you know what? Just the haters are going to hate. But I, I think it was just very genuine, and they were just very – They were, you could tell that – you just feel very good for Ovechkin. I think his his – Reactions were genuine as yeah. well. I mean, the guy's been 13 years for this. He's put his, you know, his heart and soul into this, and, and tried, you know, has been waiting 13 years to do this. And I had no problem with it. I mean, and the, and the city and the organization has waited what 44 years, right? So I don't, you, you can't, I can never fault a team, a city, in their celebrations if they've waited that long to have a championship. Now, it, the Eagles went a little bit too far. Sometimes, you know, you punch a horse and you eating the horse duty and all. It was a little bit Nobody too Nobody was arrested here. Not one yeah. person was arrested. Not at all. We are yeah. civilized here, man. Yeah. I don't think too many people arrested in Philly. They just let a lot of that garbage go. <laughs> That's probably true. But, but yeah, just to, you know, for that, for growing up watching that team and maybe not watching every game growing up but still rooting for the team and then maybe within the last, you know, eight to ten years really – watching and paying attention and following it and being meticulous in, in, in you know, what's going on with the team and, and really trying to learn hockey as I, as I went along, you know, watching them hoist the – I got a little, you know, got a little choked up. Absolutely. You know, no tears fell. <laughs> but, you know but, – But if they had, you, I don't yeah, know that you, anybody you, could you blame you for that You get either. a little emotional. Yeah, you feel good for them. You know, yeah, with, with things Jamal, like that. I cannot say the same. I think a few tears <laughs> did fall over here. <laughs> and I don't, I don't blame said, you. And, and what George said, though, it does seem so sincere. I think maybe that like speaks to the character of Alex Ovechkin. Yeah. He's, he's always been such a sort of like a for all like the reputation around him as like a serious, you know, Russian machine, whatever. He's always been this sort of affable, sensitive boy who like likes to have fun with his friends. And, and uh, in, I guess in the last week, we've all been his friends and he's wanted to have fun with us. And I think that's infectious. It's been infectious in his game since he came to town and now he's won a championship. It's just one level up. And I hope it you know, helps grow the sport and grow, you know, the sense of community around the team. It's great. I think to me, the celebration that they had, it shows that they feel what fans have felt for all these years. I think they wanted to share it because they, you know, Ovechkin felt relief and all those guys felt relief of not being able to get over the hump. And will they ever do it? Will this tarnish you know, his his legacy and, and will this team ever be able to get it done as it's constructed? But I think they also realize is a sigh of relief from the entire city for the fans, for the residents, everybody here. And I think that's why they, they shared it the way that they did, because they knew that they've been waiting for so long and the relief that they felt the whole entire city felt the same way. We all breathed that same sigh of relief when it finally happened. So I, and I think that's that's reflected in the way that they shared the cup and they shared the experience, you know, with with everybody. And even after the parade, there were uh, pictures on and videos on Twitter. Vetskin was you still hollering at people on the way home, Absolutely. you know, out the window. Hey, with the cup, <laughs> yeah. you know. So e- even after the parade, it didn't stop. Peter, are you uh, superstitious enough that maybe you didn't care for T.J. Oshie uh, starting the back-to-back chant 
Uh, too early to be talking about a repeat? I've read enough uh, Greek tragedy to know that that's, <laughs> that's the arrogance that comes before a fall. I'm just a little stitious. Uh, so, yeah, that does. I mean, the team's got a lot to work on uh, between this year and next, and I don't think that they could, uh, even with the best foot forward, it would be a tough challenge to repeat. But, uh, I, you know, I was wrong about this team in, uh, you know, February and March. So I'd be happy to be wrong about them in next April, May, and June. That'd be a lovely experience. I think most teams in the heat of the moment, you got at least one player that's going to scream back-to-back. I think that happens. That's what with, I said. So you yeah. always have one that's you know, going to be there one on that's going to say, oh, we're going to do it again. We'll see, we'll see you here next year. It's always one in every championship and every every sport and every team. But it is going to be difficult because uh, you've got Carlson, who's a free agent, and you have Jay Beagle. You know, you have some guys that are integral pieces to this team. And, uh, you know, are they going to be able to keep the unit together? Or like most teams that you see in every sport, when you win a championship, there is some blow up there. Oh, you yeah. know, a lot, a lot, There's a lot of turnover after the championship is won in terms of the roster and the team that got you there. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, can they keep core pieces together, you know, and how the team is constructed going into next season. Have to get a deal done with the head coach first. Right. Well, and and that's an interesting question because I was I was hearing some people say they're so uh, determined to get Carlson back that maybe Barry Trotz uh, retires to an island with a couple so, of Instagram models. Well, let me ask and this. And just says I, I did it and dropped the mic. You <laughs> well, know? let me ask this as somebody that doesn't know the ins and outs of, of hockey. Um, does that the 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 coaches also bear into the the cap space in hockey? No, thank goodness. Okay. But Washington has a reputation of of not compensating their coaches great. I right. think Barry Trotz, yeah, I've heard yeah, I think he was making about 1.5 last year uh, over his contract per year. Uh, he's going to get a big raise, whether it's in Washington or any other club yeah. with a vacancy like Long Island, like um, like New York Islanders. Uh, and it's also possible that, you know, seeing that either uh, uh, Barry Trotz or his uh, associate coach, Todd Reardon, being available might drop their current coach in, in hopes of getting them if, if, if either of them doesn't sign Resign or extend with Washington. Well, that's been um, the big. Way, they didn't let Reardon talk last year, right? Yeah, Reardon was? was requested to speak to a couple clubs, yeah. and it really seemed like Washington was sort of grooming him to take over the head coach position this season. There's a lot of sort of internecine politics that are yeah. a little, little less than friendly, a little, little prickly inside the club right now, and they're going to have to get those worked out prior to extending Barry Trotz. I think they're going to be part of the terms of the deal to see. All right, does Todd Reardon move on? He was sort of promised. He was sort of promised the head coaching position as Barry Trotz's contract was winding down. No one expected the uh, the Capitals and Barry Trotz to win a championship. Whoops, they did. What do we do now? Yeah, uh, I mean, they, people question. didn't think Trotz was going to make it past Thanksgiving, right? This year. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, I, I I thought November twenty second, the team had a really bad road trip, yeah. and I thought it was over. And uh, the team buckled down and, and did great. Uh, and and. and so that's why for me, now. for me, like if I if I wouldn't blame Barry Trotz if he, he went to a lame duck, you don't see that often. A guy like no. him, and then so I wouldn't blame him if he said thanks but no thanks. Barry Trotz has relationships all over the place. David Poyle is the general manager of National Predators, who gave Barry Trotz his first NHL gig mm. when the Predators were formed. Uh, there's also um, uh, in Minnesota, there's uh, uh, Trotz's predecessor to three coaches prior, which is Bruce Boudreau. He's heading that club now. Uh, Trotz is beloved. He's a, he's one of those you know capital H, capital M hockey men, and he could write his own check if yeah. there's a job available for him. Right. I mean, I think it goes you know both ways. I mean, he could say, like you said, thanks but no thanks. I'll move on, and then 
you know, on, on their side, they could say, well, it's really no pressure to keep them. You've got the championship. You know, it's been real. And, you know, the best best of luck to you elsewhere. You know, if Reardon, you know, like you said, if, if that becomes available. You know, it, it's interesting. You know, on the outside looking in, you know, the average fan would say, he won a championship. Why wouldn't you keep a championship right. coach? But we all know that when you get into the politics of sports and uh, front offices, things get get real murky and real weird and don't make sense to people outside looking in. Yeah. So there was an example in like the the mid '90s when uh, Keenan won a Stanley Cup as head coach for the New York Rangers, Rangers and right, left yeah. right afterwards uh, because he got a better job in St. Louis and took you know the big payday. So he, uh, you know Barry Trotz should have a whole lot of leverage here. Okay. Whatever he wants to do. I wouldn't be surprised if he takes a year off and then picks up working for Seattle when they get an expansion team two years yeah. from now. Uh, Barry Trotz is not a stranger to starting up a franchise mm-hmm. like he did in Nashville. So you know, that, that's a possibility. He could get a pretty big payday and have a lot of respect out there in, in on the, the West Coast. Yeah, see, I don't I don't think it's a slam dunk just from everything I've heard that it's a slam dunk. He comes back. And I mean, I don't even know, Peter, you may know more uh, or better, but the relationship with Reardon was a little frosty, too, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and and because of I, all I, I have is rumors and innuendo, but yeah. it didn't seem great. Yeah, so who knows if if that's still you, you know you would like to think winning cures a lot, but yeah. you know and and you can't say this team you know I heard so many things this team was done with Barry Trotz last year in the playoffs and going to management, but you can't say they tuned him out. No, I mean they you know all. this team wasn't supposed to do this this year and they bought in, so yeah. you have to give them some credit there. Yeah. yeah, and from like a critical standpoint, a lot of the things that Barry Trotz did that were so sort of aggravating in seasons past, especially in the playoffs past, they didn't come up this postseason. You know, he trusted his younger players. He gave them ice time. He didn't scratch his. You know, he, he could have very easily put like a, a player like Christian Juice on the on the in the the press box mm-hmm. in in, in you know, preference of like a bigger, stronger, uh, you know, more stout player. But he said, nope, let's go with it. And that didn't happen. You know, with Nate Schmidt last season or with Brett Connolly the season prior. You know, like a I, I think Barry Trotz did a lot right and deserves a lot of credit for it. And those those quibbles that the players had with him following last year's playoff accident and defeat by the Penguins weren't here this year. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. It, it could be it could be a happy ending or what's it could your be a, what's a, your a gut? weird ending to the story. What's your gut tell you? I think he sticks around. Yeah, I, I think they find a way to make it work because there's so much goodwill that it would feel like a waste not to. Uh, that said. A head coach is never more than two, three years from being fired. That's so true. we'll see what happens after that. And John Carlson? John Carlson's going to get paid really, really well. Yeah. Um, the only question, I guess, is whether the the, the the labor union, the Players Association, decides to uh, use what's called the cap escalator to raise the salary cap. That'll, that'll give Carlson enough money for the capitals to afford him. But he could get paid. He could get an eight-year, $8 million contract. Uh, you know, about the maximum you'd see for uh, for a defenseman. He could make make nine million dollars. It, it, it it's it's pretty scary. He had a career year in a contract year the year he won a championship. That's the perfect storm for overpaying for a defenseman. He's he's after his peak now. He had some defensive troubles, but at the same time, he put up a massive amount of points over the season. So uh, he's he's an attractive forward. And even if the Caps decided not to sign him. There's just not a whole lot of better options out there. Uh, you know, the Capitals probably got the best free agent defenseman they could in Michael Kempney in February. And uh, I think they would like to keep both Kempney and Carlson. And I have a feeling they probably can. It's crazy that eight, nine million dollars in hockey is a blockbuster deal when you think about. And that's it's eight, nine million per year, right? Yeah. Guaranteed. Yes. 
if you think about maybe football is comparable, but basketball, baseball, that's peanuts. Yeah, yeah, and they're about this not you know when you behind. when you said he's going to get paid, and then you said eight nine million dollars. I said, wait a minute. If we're talking about the big four sports, we're really talking about the big three and then a half a mile of nothing and then the four. <laughs> but, you know, I, I mean, I don't mean to romanticize it too much, but between the fact that no matter what happened during the game, all the guys are greeting each other afterwards, mm-hmm. uh, shaking hands. Uh, there's something dignified about hockey and keeping the salaries in check. I mean, I don't know. I suppose if they could pay more or somebody could make more, they probably would. But it's the reality of it currently. Yeah, it's. I think it's a result of a weak labor union for the players and a yeah. league that really uh, put, pushed them into an awful situation uh, in the last couple of lockouts. Uh, it's really like a market and owner dominated business right now, and the players are just sort of uh, scraping by, which is absurd to say when some of them are making you know ten million dollars a year. But there's a whole lot of them that are you know in or out in in a couple of years, and the player union the players union doesn't really prioritize their interests. Yeah, compared to other sports, I mean that's. But is it a question of overall popularity? And that also dictates. That, that's got something to do with it, I believe. That's oh, yeah. There are some vicious negotiations about what they call like hockey-related revenue, which is the, the, the number that determines what the salary cap is. And the league is very conservative uh, and creative about how they define what they count as hockey-related revenue and what's not. And that that's the big question. But the league is getting more and more popular. We saw a final between Vegas and Washington that mm-hmm. did gangbuster numbers mm-hmm. and the Capitals are selling unprecedented numbers of, of championship merchandise, which shouldn't surprise us because it's been so long since there's been a championship around here. But the, you know, the league's doing well, all things considered. Uh, they're expanding. They, they had expansion last year. They'll have an expansion next year. That number, that salary cap is going to keep going up. And I have a feeling that the money is going to keep on going to the guys like Carlson or P.K. Subban or Alex Ovechkin, the, 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 the cream of the crop, uh, as they reach a free agency. This, I, I mean, this series was I think, perfect for the NHL. It was great. Because you had you know the, the the story in Vegas, obviously the story of the Ovechkin story in Washington, two teams that were gonna were seeking their first. I mean, just you know, peaking interest wasn't the same old. And then was you great. have McPhee, who's the link between yeah. both organizations. The storylines were great, and and Vegas and DC are two you know totally different. Yeah, you know, yeah, the, I mean, Winnipeg, uh, the, Tampa, the def- Winnipeg, Tampa, NBC would have been screaming. <laughs> yeah, oh boy, <laughs> the defenseman that was going up against Ovechkin the whole series was a defenseman for the Capitals last season and was taken in the expansion draft in a rather right. dramatic turn. Schmidt, it was, yeah. I was saying, like, if somebody were to script this as like a, a Disney sports movie, I would call shenanigans and say, no way, I don't believe it. Yeah, right, right, right. yeah, and then you get you've got Mark Andre Fleury, who's killed them in the past and, and they've exercised their demons with the penguins and, and, and getting over to the hump and getting to this point. And the last hurdle, your last demon to take out is the flurry who is the goalie who has haunted you for the last couple of years in, in pain in, with the penguins. So that's, Jamal, a, that's he was another one. so good prior to the Capitals. He was saving like 95% of shots before yeah. the Capitals series and the Capitals just wrecked him. He saved yeah. 85% just yeah. like ruined his chance. Of they, only lost, they had only lost two, right? They ran through people. Or three games going in? They ran he had, through people. He had people. some like three shutouts. It was absurd. Yeah. He, had the, he had the MVP in the bag and, unless he yeah. just fell apart in the finals and he fell Which apart in the finals. Did. And that's one of the things that we talked <laughs> about before uh, that we were leading up to the series is that the Capitals had played so many games, they had played so many game sevens and full series and, and, and taking it all the way out. And to that point, Vegas had pretty much ran through the competition and didn't really have, it wasn't really as battle tested going into right. the finals. About that. Yeah. 
the first two decades of my career, which uh, started here in Washington in the early 90s, I would hear, hey, Dimitri, it's a, this is a Redskins town. Don't forget, it's a Redskins town. Is this now a Capitals town? For now, until Redskins season starts. Yeah, it is really, I would say until preseason. So yeah. it's, it is for now. It's, it's, <laughs> it's always going to be, and it, and it's yeah. you know, it's it, not going to change. It's not going to change, and that's fine. I mean, you, you saw, you know, the the crowds for these for the for the watch parties and things like that. They mm-hmm. can enjoy that. I mean, it may, leads you makes you start wondering and thinking and curious that if the Redskins ever do get to that point again, oh, what's going to explode? Gonna be. Even the Nationals will will the the the, uh, the interest will be. I mean, and, and who knows? These fans look. I, I'm not, and, and I'm not saying this in a negative way. I'm saying, how many of those fans at the watch party were are actual Capitals fans, or how many are out there doing no, because man. it's DC and it's fun thing to do? And and it's something to do. do. Let's get to the streets. Right, we're celebrating. They want to have. They want a party. Yeah, is it something I'll, to do? But, but I don't know. It, it's not our place. It's, every single one of those is a fan, as far as I'm concerned. Like, it, but I, I'm, there's, I'm, there's I, like I said, I'm not of, saying it that way. I'm saying it like as as far as. Where you could say the ten you know, games. Well, yeah, that, and know. hockey, and is, and it's just that's just the way it is. Hockey's not as popular as no. as the NFL or the NBA is, but it's it was still great to see. You can't take anything away from no. the celebrating and the fans. They're all having a good time. It was very orderly. Everybody was just having fun mm-hmm. celebrating a DC team and buying the gear and you know going crazy for goals and and knew what was going on at that point. So it just just makes you start wondering and thinking that. How, what the reaction is going to be if someone, if, if one of the other teams does right. get to well, that and point. And that begs the question, you know, uh, A, is the, is the DC curse broken There's by no the curse. championship? There's no curse. Well, it's not anymore. It's not anymore. You think it was a curse? What was the curse? Well, I mean, it was everybody just a, was terrible. No, no, <laughs> nobody, nobody could break through. And no, nobody had won a championship. The last one was 91. If you're not counting the Castles and DC United, right. which most people don't. Then that, so yeah, championship wise, yes, there was a curse. I, I think the like the interesting thing <laughs> is like how many of those teams between '91 and last week were good and just fell short. There there have been that many Redskins teams that were really competitors since then. They, I mean, they've been a, no. a pretty dreary team. No, you no, 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 not, not them. Per you could say the Nationals. The Nationals. Uh, the Nationals are the are the one, right? Like yeah, they they've had the a couple good bites of the apple here, yeah. and they're they're I mean, going to get there eventually. Even, and the Capitals. The Capitals. The Capitals also. The yeah. Capitals were it. I think yeah. the Capitals really since like '87 and that yeah. Easter epic disaster, yeah. they've been the most, you know, snake bit team. Those have been the the, the top two, and yeah. I mean, you know, the interesting question is, of course, the next one who's going to be the next one up. The popular answer, of course, the Nets. Yeah, you know, but just dig a little deeper. Besides the Nets, who is the next team? The next, you know, let's say five to ten years. Let's let's give it a nice gap to bring it another parade. Mystics, you stole mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's only because Jamal and I talked before we started. Well, yeah, well, it, I, it, I would it, say that. It, it, like Ted Leonidas is going to have to shell out a lot of money if he wants to join the big two. I mean, there's only two, you know, marquee teams in that league, and I, I think they could do it, but it's going to have to be, uh, you know, a Steph Curry, LeBron James caliber yeah. player that comes to right. DC. I, mean, I, I say that because you know the Wizards are still a work in progress; they're not there yet. Uh, the Redskins are building something, Always. but it's not there yet. The Mystics, you know, for the for the most part, make appear, make playoff appearances. You know, you you have to be in the playoffs to be in in contention, and you know yeah. they can get in there and make a run. Funny things have happened. They got Deladon, who was a former champion, who was a legitimate star, 
in one of the big stars in that league. And if they can build some pieces around it, you know, they get to the playoffs and they can make a run. It's not as many teams in their playoffs either. You got to win as many games and series to get to the finals. I mean, they were, I think they were a game away or a series away. Yeah. You know, leave it last year, the year before, the year before last. I think, so yeah. they, they're, they've been getting close. So I, that's why I think that outside of the Nets, they may be the next team to legitimately have a shot or be putting in the, in the position know, where they sh- could do it. It should be the Wizards. Because it's, yeah, but it's but not going to be. It's not going to be. It's not going to be. Yeah, you know, they're taking steps backwards. Where I'm yeah, concerned. they're going backwards. Yeah. I think that's why I put the Mystics ahead. By the way, real funny story. Well, not really funny. I was walking back to the Metro the other day from the parade. Ernie Grunfeld just walking down the street by himself. Really? It's, you know, the day a, of the parade? And a Capitals parade and all those, that's dangerous for Ernie Grunfeld <laughs> yes, to walk in by himself yes, down the street when people start realizing, recognizing him. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm just saying. Do you think he was You might have had to hold me back, George. I'm just saying. You might have had to hold me back. I might walking, have had some words for, for He was for walking Ernie. down 7th towards the parade. I was walking back up, so who knows what he was doing. Uh, that's Jamal, it. That's my story. I don't know. Given my state of mind, I'm not sure what I might have done. <laughs> Peter and uh, George, you guys were at the parade in different capacities. Uh, Peter, you went as a civilian, right, and got a uh, a sunburn? Yeah, I was just there to watch and clap and yell. It was uh, a relief just to be among the people. Yeah. It was great. I, I'll be, I mean, it was great. I was in the, 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 the uh, to the left of the stage in the media riser there. Uh, don't worry, I got a little sunburn, too. I didn't get the <laughs> sunscreen on the top, like, top of your forehead. Right, right. I missed some spots there. Top half, yeah. yeah. Um, but, I, I, like I said, I, I thought it was, everybody was, again, just having a good time. There were no issues. You heard nothing. You heard fans. I thought they are getting a little restless. Peter, you can attest to this if you were in the middle of the crowd. That the, the As we waited for the final bus to come down. Yeah. And then the video they showed which was great but they probably should have shown that as the fans were waiting for the team because that took an extra half hour so i think fans were getting a little you know buzz kill a little bit but then once everybody took the stage and ovi's drops f-bombs everything was okay after that <laughs> but i i thought it was great i thought the fans were great i thought everybody was having a good time it was just again one of those things that it was just you were just happy to be there and be celebrating uh, you know, a championship. And O.C.'s chugging beers through his jersey. I mean, By the way, that's that? very... I, I thought that was the move of the parade. Who don't want to see that? Oh. And, and yeah, that... yeah I'll, I'll agree with that. The, the, the vibe was universally happy. And uh, yeah, Ovechkin's, Ovechkin's double-decker sure took its time getting down the parade Yeah, path. and do we know if anything happened? Someone was saying it broke down, but we waited 40 minutes for that thing after the first, the previous final bus. Oh, yeah. I, I think that he was just saying hi to folks and getting out and, yeah. and taking, they're just having a joyride. They were soaking it in. Because okay it was only it. 10 blocks. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, you're not forever. going that far. <laughs> but I'll say the difference between Ovi being punctual on that video being played before they started the proceedings was the difference between me not having a sunburn and having a sunburn and having a sunburn. There you go. Interesting. Um, how about Ovi as uh, the, the president? Well, maybe. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, I think even now, like if you're a Penguins fan, how can you how can you hate Ovi? I mean, because maybe you can find a well, way. Because oh, they are Penguins fans. Yeah, right, right. But what, what I'm saying is, I don't Cavs know. Cavs fans aren't going to change about Sid. No, no. No, I suppose not. We have But, but I, I've, I've heard a lot of folks from throughout the league saying, I didn't want the Capitals to win, but it was good seeing Ovi to win. I, I, I think, I think that. that people really did, you know, because he's so you know open about his emotions compared to you know, the automaton that is Sidney Crosby <laughs> up there. <Yeah. laughs> like, they're like, yeah, he's infectious. I get it. I like this guy. 
Yeah, he, he's a he's an actual human being. I don't know if if Sidney Crosby has a soul. I agree with that. Like that, and that's again with the celebrating. You're not going to yeah. see Sidney doing that. No, I mean no. again, no, it was, he, it, he it probably was... ate cottage cheese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but people like but fans like to see that. Yeah, they like to see people exuberant and enjoying themselves and showing emotion and showing passion towards the game. They don't want to see a robot just up and down and you know no mm-hmm. celebration, no facial expression, no nothing. I mean, you could tell when he. Got his hands on the cup for the first time. Yeah. Just his, that's when I felt really good for him. Yeah. And you can allow yourself to do that. Yeah, it's, you know, you'd be hard-pressed to find ways not to like Ovi. You know, you'd really be nitpicking as a fan or as a person that, you know, if you really watch him, you know, what's not to like? You know, you'd really be, you know, splitting hairs if if you're looking for something not to like about him. And right now, the most popular athlete in town. Oh, professional yeah. athlete by oh, far, yeah. by far. You know, it was funny. Someone was saying, someone were talking about, you know, thinking out loud. What would would the Caps' stock in this city rise after they won the cup? And you know, as far as popularity, things like that. And I said, well, after the weekend that we saw them partake in, mm-hmm. I think I think it goes right to the top. It does. As far as them, as far as them being rock stars and oh, yeah. hanging out in Georgetown and Milano, I mean, I, you know, oh, they don't have to pay for anything from for a very long time. If they were paying for anything before, right. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, they're they're definitely at the top. And even if the Nats were to win this year, I still think they would be you know one B to the Caps one A in terms of you know that rock star sort of status. They'll definitely have it, mm-hmm. but I think just the Caps that forty four years that watching Ovi over yeah. and over, you know that. That angst has been a lot longer than we've been suffering through the Nationals. So it, and, would, and it would be 1A and 1B. I think the thing with the Nationals is, yes, they have not been around that long, uh, but the you know consecutive Game 5s, yeah. you know, that is, you know, th- that I think people are... And the expectations year in and year out. Yeah, and that's it. If, if they're not, if the expectations weren't there and they get the playoffs and they're right. making a run, they come up short, fine. And but if they then, weren't winning the division, yeah. you know, year in and year out. And, you know, in early September. Right. right. So I think that's where, you know, they're starting to get that, you know, they're not it's, in the Capitals level yet, yeah. but it's because it's only been a few years, a few playoff series, but... I yes, think you lose again in the first round. Right. You can keep saying it every year, and then I think you know fans are going to start. I think they have a shot this year because look, if they start the playoffs and Max Scherzer and Steven Strasburg are healthy, then they got the best shot. They got a shot. Just yeah, as but good I'm, as looking, anybody. I'm looking at the overall. Of course, it, it it's all about pitching when it comes to the World Series and in, in the playoffs. But this team, they've had their ups and downs. They they they've hung hung in there with Atlanta, who's been hot. They've hung, they hung in there with them pretty well without a lot of starters. Eaton just got back. Murphy just got back. Zim's not back yet. Waiters is not back yet. Uh, Robles is, is still out. And, of course, you got Kindred's uh, gone for the year, and Goodwin is back. But you look at what Soto has done at 19 is astonishing. I haven't seen anything like that lately. What he's done and how guys like Reynolds and, and Adams have filled in Defoe, Severino, once you get everybody back, now this team is deep. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're stacked in terms of talent. And then the guys that are filled in, they play meaningful games. They've made meaningful uh, contributions. 
So, you know, they have a, a it's all about pitching, but in terms of the roster, I mean, when everybody's healthy, they've got a huge chance to do it. But my question is this. Let's say whether they make it or don't make it this year aside, you're dealing with the Bryce Harper situation. Now, you have a young nucleus. You can see what Soto's got. We've seen Robles. You've got Michael A. Taylor. You have Rendon. And you have uh, Trey Turner. Do you take that money? Do you pay Harper? Or do you take that money you would spend on Harper to build around that young nucleus and try to win a pin, win a win a uh, championship that way. The way Soto's playing, it's going to definitely affect the Bryce Harper yes. situation. And, and Harper is slumping. We should remind everyone. Yeah, who maybe hasn't been watching every game. He was still he's still on top. I believe he's still on top on home runs. I think he is. Yeah, but I think the way Soto's playing is definitely going to affect it. I don't think I don't think fans are going to have a problem if they don't. No, spend. but I don't think fans want to pay. You don't want to pay him four hundred million dollars. No, but at at nineteen, you know, is is it too early to kind of Put yeah. him in oh, there yeah. to replace you're gonna hit, you're the gonna face hit, of the franchise. He's going to hit a spot. Yeah. Oh, he's going to hit a slump. Yeah. I mean, you're going to hit some stuff. He's 19, but at the same time, you. I thought honestly, I thought it would be. I thought he'd have had. A, he'd have had. He'd gone through one already. Yeah, and he has. A, he he might. I mean, but then you have Robles to complement that. I mean, oh yeah, no, they're that's fine. They're not. They're right not. There. They're they're they're. Window isn't done. Oh no, it's, not, it's, it's, it's far it's, from it's done. Far from uh, that. That window is is not even a quarter of the way shut. Whether you take Bryce out of that equation or not, because if you take that money and you put some complimentary veterans around them, and of course you have to maybe get another ace and beef up the the, the bullpen, but that's a that's a unit right there led by Rendon, who's probably the most seasoned out of that young group. They, they need to get his term. deal done. They got they, yeah. they got to get him signed. I think that's probably more important yeah. than than signing Harper. Because and who knows Harper? You know, I still don't put it past. Uh, we never the Strasburg came out of the blue. His signing his extension right. this season. I don't. I still don't put it past them to get something done because everybody thinks it's not going to get done. Is he? A, he's he's a Burris client. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't. They've they've had to deal with him, so I guess they have some sort yeah. of working relationship. But you know, Scott, he's a uh, you know he's he's good at what he does. I'm to put say it nicely. He's good at what he does. He's a, he's a crafty agent. So there's you know dealing with him. You're not sure what you're going to get. You know, you could get a Strasburg thing, or you could get, you know, they're trying to break the bank. Well, excuse me, geez, break the bank and go to the highest bidder, and not even, you know, not have a hometown discount or or lean towards the home team. Yeah, there's so a you, lot of you ways. Go either way with 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 him as your as your agent. Peter, we know you're a hockey writer. Do you catch your fair share of Nats games just as a fan? I I'm almost afraid to tell you this. Uh, <laughs> Don't tell me you've never been in Nats Park. I've been to Nats Park okay. to watch my baseball team play, which is but that not baseball the team is. I mean, not the Nationals. It's not not the Washington Nationals. It's the Baltimore Orioles. Uh oh. Well, you I mean, I can't. Sorry, we got a bad connection here, Peter. We got a bad <laughs> well, connection. No, no, I can't. I can't fault him. I can't. Mm-hmm. I grew up. George, you and I grew up Orioles fans. That's true. Because there was no team in DC. I fought nobody. That is accurate. I fought nobody for sticking with that. I remember going to games at Memorial Stadium. I was a Cal Ripken, Eddie Murray, you know, fan. Yeah, and that's what we but, had around here. Yeah, but but as soon as the Nats hit town, yeah, then I I, I flipped the switch and and went with my immediate home team because I'm not from Baltimore. No, and I don't I don't around, have any but, like animosity for that, especially as as you know, the Orioles are just beyond unspeakably bad with the <laughs> Manny Machado situation and Chris Davis having one of the worst war seasons in the history yeah. of the sport. So, uh, you know. 
go Bryce Harper, hit those homers. <laughs> well, <laughs> actually, uh, I, it was a roundabout way of, of asking all of you guys uh, what you think about Harper's body language. He doesn't look like a guy that's having, having fun. fun. Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't I don't know if that's a prerequisite. And I never thought this Nobody. contract. I never thought the contract would weigh on him just because I think he's yeah. that's just the way he is. He's done a great job. I think always of yeah. deflecting it, but maybe it is. Who knows? I don't know. I I, I try not. To I, get, I still don't think it. I mean, I don't know. You don't. Know. I don't try not to get too far on it because it, baseball is a very long season. Guys have ups and downs. You get hot streaks. You 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 know you have slumps. It ebbs and flows. So I try not to put too much, you know, yes, he has the contract, but I try not to put too much emphasis on, you know, trying to analyze what is the contract, what is body language. No one's going to have good body language when they're in the slump. I don't care who you are or what's on your mind. No one's going to, you know, be chipper, you know, and be striking out. That puts nobody in a good mood. So I don't, I wouldn't put too much into that. He'll, we'll talk about this slump and then, you know, maybe a couple of weeks or next month, he'll be on a hot streak and this mm-hmm. will be forgotten. So, it, it, guys, no one stays hot or no one stays cold for an entire season, especially in baseball. I just totally too long agree. Of a season. And, and Jamal, something that that you may be discounting there is that uh, Bryce Harper's hockey team lost the finals. <laughs> well, you know what? I, <laughs> oh, I, I, no, no, I'll get that talk. If you saw the picture of it when when they lost here and he had his his Vegas jersey on, he was salty. He had. Oh, yeah. You he saw had that, that him had, and his girl. They was real salty. Just well, blinking out in the box. All. It was so good. He's got uh he's got the jersey hanging next to his locker in the clubhouse. Or I mean, he did last nice. week. I mean, that, yeah. that's cool. And and some people made it an issue about that. He that's his home team. You he's know, got a connection. Got a team. He's got a connection to yeah, Vegas. I have, I zero have, problem, I have with no that. problem with that. You know, I don't know about John Wall wearing the Dallas. That's what I've been comparing uh, it to. That's worse. That's I, I think I've that's worse. Yeah. That, that's, the, that's when the team invited him, when the skins invited yeah, him. Yeah, and he right? wears it on the sideline. Yeah, side that, that's a worse offense yeah. to me to wear the MSU I mean, Harper's in the Harper was in their hype video in the beginning of the year wishing him good luck. I mean, yeah. in Vegas. I mean, I he's, mean that's, you know. the first year team, that's his home team. Yeah. He's excited to even have a team. Never had one growing up there. Right. So, you know, I, I have no problem with that. But yeah, his face was tight after mm-hmm. the game was over. There was no smile, no grin on his face whatsoever. Oh, his girl. So who gives us our next parade down Constitution Avenue? Is it the Capitals again, or is it the Nationals, or maybe the Mystics? I think it's the, the right now the you know front front runners got to be the Nets. Yeah. I mean, they they put you in the in the best position. I said like I said before, the Mystics they're hovering around that area that they could probably make a move at some point. So they they're kind of flirting with it. But I, I think Do you that, really think if the Mystics win, there's going to be a parade? No. Well, yes. Oh, they wouldn't give a parade. I'm asking. I this don't know. is going to be a parade. I mean, they might. It might be, you know, right around. You know, go around Gallery Place. You know, go around the the block. Go around the block the one time. You're not going to have this type of turnout. But, I mean, that's, half the city might not even know sh- about it. <laughs> sure, but you know, society is changing too to the point where I'm not even sure we're distinguishing between oh, it's a men's team or no, 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 a no. women's team. Oh, I, was say, I wasn't thinking that's that either. Yeah, I was just saying in general. It's, it's, general it's, it's, it's people that when they had that watch party and people came in early for the Mystics game and mm-hmm. stayed for the watch party. The that most is raucous, the biggest wickest, crowd Mystics you crowd ever ever going to have in Mystics history. Even if they do win a championship, yeah. that's as many people but, as they're but ever going to see. But that's just the way it is. I mean, I think. Oh, I think if they're in the finals, I think you'll get people there. I, I don't do. know if it's going to be like no, that. No, well, I don't think it'll be like that. But I think it'll be, you know, there'll be some, especially with Ted involved. I yeah, think I mean, he'll see. hype it up. It's got nothing to do with men's sports, women's sports. It's about who pays attention mm-hmm. in this city. Yeah, I wasn't saying like and, that either. No, 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 no. Yeah, I understand. I get that. Yeah. And when you look at the hierarchy, 
like you said, it's a Redskins town. Caps, Nats, Wizards, dot, 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 dot. Then you get into, you know, people who may follow domestic, people who DC may United, go to DC United games. And like I bring up sometimes and nobody catches on because it's the most winningest team in this city, the Washington Castles, <laughs> who have won, you know, multiple back-to-back titles and most people don't even know they exist. Right. That's why I try to show them love to whoever's listening. Go go catch them, man. They, they, that's a winning team. You won championships in the city, they've been doing it. You know, nobody talk about them. But that's the thing. It's it's who's paying attention and who is rooting for who. I mean, they would get some, the Mystics would get some attention. It's not going to be anything like the top four teams. Yeah. Not because of gender, just because of the following that they have. Right. You know, even if, if DC United has won championships before, mm-hmm. they've got, what, at least two, right? One or two when they first started here? 96. That's right. Yeah, late two, 90s. Yeah. yeah. They have two, maybe. Yeah, I think two. two. I think two, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but they're going to have their little, and I don't, do you remember? I don't remember their parade. No, there was a big, there was a rally, I think. No yeah. parade, but yeah. You know, so even if they win one now, you know, you'll have your following of, People that soccer fans and MLS fans mm-hmm. and people that, that that you know you see at Stadium Armory heading to the games, but outside of that, you know, as the 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 greater you know population of the city is not going to pay as much attention. If the uh, Caps uh, somehow manage Peter to keep the band together, if I could put it that way, um, does that still not quite guarantee another another uh, Stanley Cup victory anytime soon? I mean, I guess the the pens have done. What I'm asking is, we know in the NFL it's really tough once you won the Super Bowl to come right back and do it again for whatever crazy reason. Is it the same in the NHL? Yes. And, uh, you know, we've seen over the last decade that there have been a lot of teams that have won two or three championships within a handful of years with the the Red Wings and the Pens and the uh, Kings and the the, the Hawks. Um, the 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 caps you know they have most of their top nine forwards locked up. Tom Wilson will be back for sure. They've got three. Uh, they've got at least three defensemen from their their six defensemen coming back, and I'm sure they'll they'll try to lock up either Carlson or Kempney or both. So the team that we'll see next year might, might be better than the team we saw this year. At least you know what they put forward in the regular season. Uh, that said, the, the the Stanley Cup playoffs are a grind and you know the best team in the league has a one in 16 chance of making it before you start you know tweaking those odds so i I think it's unlikely that said i would say that the caps chance of winning a championship in the next two years is about equal to that of the nationals there you go i go with that yeah i agree and they won't be able to party as hard (laughs) no No, i think that's a one-time deal oh their liver is going to have to definitely Take a six month break and let the livers rejuvenate or something. I heard somebody in her twenties saying, "Why did Ovechkin have to go home for a while to sleep?" And I was like, "Well, I, I'd be doing the same thing." Yeah, <laughs> you know, can't can we I, take a break from these things? Once party for a week and a yeah. half. I know. I stood up at a parade for three hours and I had to sleep all night. Fourteen <laughs> hours. Exactly. I don't know how these kids do it. Exactly. I mean, this this you got to think about it. This went from the Vegas Strip. All the way cross country, and and as soon as they touched down, the party continued again, mm-hmm. and they probably partied on on the plane on the way back, oh, yeah. and took intermittent naps here and there. So, yeah, they're gonna have to sleep. And I, as soon as they touched down, whatever party they did in Vegas, I would have had to just go home. Absolutely, I see y'all at the parade. I, I can't <laughs> make it. You going where? No, man. I had I'm people a, asking uh, me <laughs> once we were putting up the pictures over that all weekend. They were like, "Are they gonna even make it to Tuesday to the parade?" Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't sure because they were all over the place, man. It they was, were rallying. 
they're professional athletes. Exactly. Like, they're, 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 they're professional athletes. partiers and also mm-hmm. professional drinkers. Mm-hmm. So that, that's what they, that's their lifestyle. That's what they do. You know, I, I look at, you know, how athletes party, how entertainers party. And, you know, of course, in my 20s, I, yeah, I can hang with them. You know, now that I'm older, there's no way. There's no way. Well, don't worry. They they're not going go to ask us that. No, they're not. They're not. <laughs> but I just, I, you know, in my mind. I, I saw I them like, in a couple well, of those pictures. I'm, like, what, what, <laughs> I'm thinking, what, what would I do in that situation? You know, you try to keep up, and then we. You know, How are you trying to keep up? You, I'd be ready to go to sleep at nine thirty. They party no. till six o'clock in the morning. Those of us with a few more years on, we can say we've got the wisdom to oh, kind yeah. of pick and too. choose. Pal, pick and I mean, choose. look, I, I might be able to, you know, go. I, I take to you till about you know one one thirty, maybe yeah. two, but you know, at five o'clock, you go into the next spot. <laughs> yeah. Damn, what? Ten fifteen is the cutoff. I mean, on I saw like the footage of, yeah. of the, the Caps players getting off the plane at Dulles when they came back, and I wasn't sure how much of it to chalk up to them being injured and beat up over you know a hundred plus games, or how many of them were just extremely tore up from liquor and oh, alcohol yeah. over the last few days because oh. they were just shambling. I think it's probably B or a combination. Yeah, combination. combination <laughs> it was a long, Yeah, long that's the thing. They play playoffs. a lot of games. That's the other thing yeah. that's tough about the next year. You play a lot of games. That's a lot of wear and tear on them. Yeah. A lot. You know You, you know what? To... I saw some some hockey team today on Twitter announce their preseason schedule already. I couldn't yeah, believe happening. it. There's nothing else for them to talk well, about. Well, we're not used to talking about, you know, we're not used to. Right talking about a home team you know this late anyway strike while the iron's yeah. hot anyway yeah and also you know shout out i guess bud light because that's every that's picture, the other thing every they, picture yeah. I, there was a whole lot of bud light getting drunk <laughs> on one God. of the buses i saw i don't know peter did you, did you tell they had the stanley cup made out of bud light bottles i saw it or, I, or, I saw uh, it. Yeah, bud bottles yeah i saw a variety of uh alcoholic beverage formed stanley cups yeah. improvised by fans and well done we really have some crafty fans here mm-hmm. in the district one it's, of the best they, signs, they did a great job one of the best signs i saw was a guy who was holding up because anybody seen my wife <laughs> <in the crowd? laughs> and even when they were at the nats game I mean, they were towed up. They were supposed to leave after the pregame ceremony. No, they stayed. I know they did. They they were supposed to leave. The amount of, I think, who was sitting next to Ovechkin? I don't know. Probably Tom Wilson. I'm not sure who it was. Backstrom was on one side and somebody else. But he had at least four or five, whoever that was, at least four or five Bud Lights lined up directly in front of him. And then it was another long row of alcoholic beverages. Oh, yeah. I mean, Dante Smith-Pelly had on the, the... Championship the championship belt. belt he had at the parade, yeah, and a Bud Light on the ice <laughs> when they were taking the team pictures. Mm-hmm. They Throughout were drinking the on playoffs, ice. <laughs> like Barry Trotz kept on saying to like the press, you know, "Stay hydrated, yeah. stay hydrated." That, I, I love that. The team finally took it to heart after. Yeah, I love from, it. Yeah, Peter, what are you guys writing about? Or just like the team taking a well-deserved break? Mm-hmm. Oh no, the the celebrations are everything right now. So there's there's a lot going on with the cup making a continuing its tour of DC, and then the players are sort of scattering. So we've got uh, the you know the entry draft coming up in just what eight or nine days, and I think the Caps are going to be pretty active. They've got they're they're gonna probably going to deal Phil Grubauer and see what they can get for him. And we may see the Capitals getting two first round picks oh, uh, wow. in, in the draft. So that's that's what's happening right now. And they need to do something with Barry in the next couple weeks, right? Uh, I, I would think that they've got to strike pretty quick, quick on, yeah. mm-hmm. especially on uh, uh, Barry Trotz. Phil Grubauer really needs to happen by Tuesday, Wednesday at the latest. 
And he wants to go somewhere he can play. You can't blame him for that. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. yeah he's he, and he's ready for it. He's done great. Yeah. You, yeah. you really can't be too grumpy about it. Yeah, no, he's talented. So good. So we'll have some, we should have some news in the next, you know, week or so. Maybe we'll get Peter back on. That's good. Because <laughs> if we've we burdened Peter a lot this uh, this postseason and, and with great result. But this is this is the time where it, it gets very quiet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We need something to fill time and to, to have content because basketball is over. NHL is over. Football, they broke minicamp. They don't do anything for a entire month. Six weeks, yeah. And now you just have baseball and that's it. And we'll get a draft next week, yeah. NBA, so that'll be something. The All-Star Game coming you know, up, But too. in terms of, of, of somebody actually playing, you don't have yeah. too much. So any sort of you know news that NHL can give us or the, the Caps can give us will be wonderful. <laughs> there and you go. On that note, I also want to say before we end, George and, and all my other fathers out there, happy Father's Day this weekend. Yes. I had somebody to as well. uh, wish me happy Father's Day today that I did not know. What's that? So I don't know. Do I have a dad face? Someone said happy Father's Day. It was a guy came in. It was a Comcast guy. And he was leaving. He said, happy Father's Day, brother. And there's nobody. Hey, <laughs> happy Father's Day to you. And then I thought in my mind, I said, I don't know you. Yeah. Right. How about that? How the hell do you know? Right. You know, Jamal, there's nothing. You must have a dad face Yeah, now. there's nothing How in particular. How am I developing a dad face? No, I, there's nothing in particular about you that says father, although if we learn that you were a father, yeah. and you are, that's yeah. not a surprise either. I'm right? just, it, it, it just dawned on me. It's like, hold up, I don't even know this dude. But thank you. Yeah, thanks yeah, anyway. Yeah. But to everybody else, you know, happy Father's Day. Yes. I was going to get into something else, but we're past time. So <laughs> we, don't worry about it. Closing thoughts, anybody thanks, else? Thanks, Peter. Appreciate it, Pete. Oh, it's a blast, guys. Thank you so much. It's Peter Hassett of Russian Machine Never Breaks with us on Skype. Jamal, George, Dimitri here. The DMV Sports Roundtable is on Apple Podcasts, the Podcast One app, podcastone.com, and WTOP's mobile app. Just tap. Listen to Redskins fans, large and small, all around the world. God help us.